Welcome to the Bird's Eye View Podcast. I'm Jeff McLean here along with Zach Berman, the Novacare Complex, the Friday before the Eagles are to face the Bears in Chicago on Sunday, first round of the playoffs. Zach, let's delve a little deeper into this big game, and let's talk about the quarterback, Nick Foles. He's got bruised ribs or cracked ribs or whatever. We don't he's know. a ribs he's, injury. We he's know got that. a ribs injury. That's what we do know. On Wednesday, he would have been limited. It was just a walkthrough, and the limited uh, designation was an estimation. On Thursday, he did practice full. Doug Peterson said Friday that he came out fine. He looks good. He's getting better with each day, and he'll, he'll play Sunday. But my question to you, and we talked about this a little bit off camera, is are the Bears going to go after that area? Are they, you know, Is that an area that they, you think that they'll try and attack to knock them out of the game? I, I certainly think that the, when they hit him, they'll know that he's left the field twice during the past two weeks with ribs injury. Um, I don't think they're intentionally going to try to hurt him, but I, I, I think they know where the injury is, and it's it happens in the NFL a lot. Uh, so it's something I'm really curious, does Nick Foles finish this game? We both know Foles is a tough guy. Uh, he's played through pain before, uh, but, but there are certain times when you know they get you on a certain day and you can't, you can't stay in there. So uh, I'm real curious to see. That's the strike zone too. I mean, you know, exactly. We've, we've seen that you can't you can't hit a quarterback. Uh, there's a decreasing strike zone in the NFL, and, and that is where that is where guys can hit. And if you're Khalil Mack, mm-hmm. that's where you're going. Um, and you you, you got to wonder if uh, if Nick can sustain another hit like that. Mm-hmm. And if that happens, it'll be Nate Sudfeld at quarterback. Now Nick said he he's going to wear some extra protection. We'll see how. How much that affects him? He's he's had a, a ribs injury in the past, I believe too. Um, so it's just it's just something to watch. Yeah, no, um, certainly. But I think the quarterback, if you're looking at both in this game, the advantage goes to the Eagles. I mean, just because absolutely, the no Nick, question about it. Nick has performed in big spots. He's come through so many times when, with the game, you know, with the season on the line, and Mitch Trubisky. Uh, fair or not, hasn't been there. And he seems like a guy that you can pressure and force him to mistakes. But that being said, I don't think they can kind of give Nick like the seven-step drop type game where he can just kind of survey the field and look to throw downfield all the time. you got to pick your spots. Yeah, and I I wrote about this in the Inquirer on on Friday. It's on Philly.com now that the, the Eagles don't necessarily need a big game for Foles. But they need a clean game from Foles. And when I spoke to Zach Ertz about this topic, Ertz said the Eagles need to avoid third and longs because that's that's what and it, it's it's just what you said. When when you're in third and long, two things happen there. First off, the pass rush can can get the Foles. Number one, because he has to pass. take quick drops. They know it's pass. But number two, Ertz said that in that situation, Ertz and Sproles are usually chipping at the line. And you have three guys out on routes, and uh, and they, and they need to have five guys out on routes. So um, it's real important for them to get in the third and manageable situations for that reason. I don't think they're going to do it by leaning heavily on the run game, though. I think that's. I don't think they can't run. I, I don't I think don't, they'll be able to run on these guys. I don't think they're going to be able to run on these guys. This is number one ranked run defense, mm-hmm. and the Eagles just don't have the running backs right now. I think, or at least one guy that you know can kind of get those yards um, after contact. Right? Is that fair to say? Well, yes. I I, I, mean, I, I don't think... Smallwood's running yeah. tough. I get that. Yeah. But Blunt and Ajayi were like 
two of the top five yeah. after contact well, running backs last year. I'll say this. I don't think you're going to be able to get those those steady three, four, five-yard gains. I think there are times when you can when you can give up when you hand the ball off to Sproles, defense maybe isn't expecting it, and Sproles can get a, a 12, 15-yard gain. But the thing with that is you also see Sproles get no gain, minus one. I don't think they'll be able to have a steady running game. It's not what I anticipate. Josh Adams is kind of tailed off here at the end. You think it's just kind of running into that rookie wall? Well, it seems after that fumble in Los Angeles, they started trusting him a little less. Is that is that fair to say? Is yeah, but any... I think even before the fumble, okay. the production wasn't there. True. The playing time was. I, I've seen the playing time trail since then. So maybe it wasn't the fumble. Maybe it was, it was just the production. I still think he's he's a better runner than Wendell Smallwood. I'd, yeah. I'd rather Josh Adams. But I think Darren Sproles is the best running back on the team right now, and I would feed him. I think what they're going to do is the uh, short pass game, the RPOs, they're going to supplement the run game probably more than anything. So they can get they can get pickup yards here and there on first and second down. That can offset what they can't do on the ground. And that you, and then, as you said, stay out of those third and long situations. Um, give them a chance at third and manageable. Um, How about Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard this week? Yeah. I mean, I think that we've seen over the last month, I hate to say I had anything to do with it, Paul Domo has been beating this drum for a long time. Oh, yeah. He, he loves 12 personnel. Well, I, I mean, the numbers are there. The Eagles are better in 12 yep. personnel than they are in any of their other personnel packages. Uh, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that they just have two really good tight ends that are difficult to cover um, and diff- difficult to match up against. So, you know, if you if, if a team stays in base and the Eagles are in 12, they're, they're going to throw at you. And if they go nickel, uh, they can run at you. Um, if I was the Bears, I'd go nickel. Against 12? Yeah. Okay, um, I can see that. Yeah, because I, because again, I, Goddard's been a pretty good blocker. Um, Ertz isn't a very good blocker, so I take my chances there. Um, that being said, you still throw in those situations, and and Zach Ertz can beat almost any safety in the NFL. So um, I don't think that's a huge disadvantage for them. But anyway, as I was saying, twelve personnel has been something that they leaned on a little more this last month. You see more of Dallas Goddard here and there. He's a guy that could be an X factor in this game. Mm-hmm. Do you have an X factor uh, on the offensive side of the ball for the Eagles? Is it cliche to say Alshon? Like, is that is that? Well, no, I was thinking maybe more someone like kind of under the under radar. the radar. Yeah, because we all know he is going to be a. I think he is going to be a playmaker out there. Yeah, no, I I think they're going to need Dual their. Tate? I don't. I, maybe it just hasn't but, happened. It just hasn't happened. But 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 if you if you have if you have Goddard out there, you're really not having Tate out there that often. Um. Yeah, no, I I think it's going to be Alshon. I, th- I think Alshon needs to have a good game for them. But I think I, I look at this more as, uh, as a defensive game, too. So I would think the X factor is more on the defensive side of the ball. Okay, well, let's look at the defensive side of the ball. And let's first talk about Trubisky since I started off by starting to talk, talk about the quarterbacks. Um, he's better here in year two, and having Matt Nagy has really helped him out. But he can have some bad games, and... I think with him, the throwing is a, is a, is an issue. Um, now they allow him to run a fair amount. Yeah, that's that's going to be gonna key be to this of, game. Uh, the Eagles. So would you would you spy him, or would you kind of like mush rush? So like use Nigel as a spy, maybe. No, I I don't, I don't know that. if I would spy him. I don't think I don't think it's worth doing that. Yeah, I don't know if I would spy him, but what I would do is I would tell my defensive ends as much as you want to sack him, don't get too deep. Uh, I think that's the problem when the DNs get too deep and then there's a lot of space there. I think you need to focus on containing. Like, it, I, I would tell the DNs, 
I'm a, I, I know how important sacks are, so I'm not taking that away. But just make sure, you know, force Trubisky to try to beat you with his arm. Like, put pressure on him, but force him to beat you with his arm. If he can get loose in the, if he can get loose and extend plays, that's when he's most dangerous. If you can keep him in the pocket, I think this defense has a good shot. That's why I think it's pretty obvious what Schwartz is going to do. I mean, you just, you're going to drop into, it's going to be a lot of zone, I think. You're going to mm-hmm. drop into zone, you're going to say, hey, beat, beat us. You know, let him have that sort of stuff underneath. Um, but, you know, force him to, force him to, to beat with his arm. Um, probably not blitz much. He hasn't been great against the blitz, but I just don't think Schwartz is going to go heavy on the blitz in this game. Um, and tackle well. Right? Absolutely. I mean, especially you're, you're going to play a lot of zone, you got to tackle well. Especially Cohen. Especially Trey Burton. I, I think those two Trub- guys. Especially Trubisky. But yes, yeah, obviously. So. Yeah, yeah, so um, X-Factor on defense. Who do you think can kind of come up uh, big in this game? Well, I I look at Brandon Graham as uh, as someone who really? ha- hasn't done hasn't much. done much, um, but I I th- I think this is a matchup for him. Um, I would really pay attention to Brandon Graham. I think this could be a Brandon Graham game. Okay. Um, and and, and, little, and then, yeah, an under radar. And then really under the radar. How about Craven LeBlanc? Yeah, I was gonna um, go Vontae Maddox. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I could see that. I, I'm real curious to see that Anthony Miller versus Craven LeBlanc matchup. Craven is uh, is someone who I, I, I think has has played decently. Um, you're gonna see him a lot in the slot this week, and uh, I'm, I'm gonna see if he can make a play on Trubisky. I know you, why you didn't go with Avante because like their outside receivers aren't, but they're gonna go there. I just feel, sure. I just feel like Avante has a has a big play in them. Okay, I can see that. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been a big play guy already this season. He's had a few interceptions, a, few, a, a forced fumble, maybe one or two. Um, Actually, I'm changing mine. Not to, I'm changing mine to Corey Graham. Corey Graham. Corey Graham. Who actually has it, Mr. Fourth and Fifteen. Yeah, Corey Graham, who, interestingly enough, has the second most snaps of any defensive back on the Eagles this year. Uh, wow. When he signed on, he did not expect that. But he's had a nose for the football. Um, he's, he's, he's made been, some plays. He's been better. And he had, he, he had a really good pass breakup last week. and uh, Against Josh Johnson. Yeah, but all right, I'm, I'm just saying, you want an <laughs> under-the-radar guy. I can't pick Fletcher Cox here, okay? Like, I can't pick Malcolm Jenkins. Uh, I got to go with an under-the-radar guy. I'm going with Corey Graham. How about Haloti Nada? <laughs> he's played a little better of late. He, he has played a little better of late. I actually think that um, I'm curious to see if Jernigan gets more snaps now. Yeah, They're in the playoffs. It's been, it's been single digits, Yeah, right? it has. And I asked Jim Schwartz that this week, and he said they like what they're seeing from him, and, and they do think they're, they'll be able to, to, to ramp it up a bit. So I, I think Jernigan might play more. He had a couple of really good rushes uh, in the game. That, you know, he didn't yeah. come up in the stat sheet but, or with any sacks or anything like that, but there was one where he really got some push and, and moved uh, Johnson out of the pocket. So it was nice to see him do that. I agree. I don't know what his long-term future is here, quite it's frankly. Might be a question for next week. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so, though. I don't think it's a question for next week. I think it's a question t- for two weeks from now. Yeah. Um, what else am I missing here? Special teams? Interesting place to kick. Uh, Jake Elliott, who is from the Chicago area, first game back in Shin Chicago. Did he, kick, he kicked there as, as a high schooler, didn't he? Yeah. 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 So yeah. he hasn't kicked there since high school. But he uh, he, he knows all about the elements. As I, I was talking to him yesterday, and as, as as he mentioned the Windy City moniker, 
it's not is more for politics than for the actual weather. But it is windy in Chicago. There are uh, the estimated winds are, are 10 miles per hour to 20 miles per hour on Sunday, uh, and Soldier Field is notorious for having a bad surface. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see how or if that affects the kicking game. But Jake Elliott's made some clutch kicks, missed some kicks that he should have made. Um, I think he needs to have a good game. I if 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 you so if if you're on Philly.com, you know what the projected score is for both of us, and both of us have a lot of field goals in this game. Um, yeah. So. I think Jake Elliott's going to need to have a good game. Yeah. And then Cody Parkey on Chicago, our old friend Cody Parkey, uh, he's been really inconsistent this year. So watch out for Chicago's kicking so game. There could be a couple of missed kicks. And then in terms of the return game, uh, Cohen's a really good returner. And I the, give the uh, Bears the advantage there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Cohen made the Pro Bowl as a return specialist. Yes. Um, Sproles has been okay. I mean, hasn't hasn't had anything outstanding. The, the Eagles cover team units have been have been solid they for have the most part this season. Even without DJ Alexander in recent weeks. <laughs> the great DJ <laughs> yeah. Alexander. Yes. Um, I covered the NFC Championship game at, at Soldier Field. The famous Jay Cutler game? Yes. Okay. Yeah, the uh, Packers versus yep. the Bears at 2010. And it was, I, I swear, it was so cold. And Cutler, yeah, he got hurt. And he went inside and then he came back out, and he didn't play, but he stayed on the sideline. And people were so upset about that. They're like, if you're yeah. hurt, you should exactly. be Exactly. I remember that. That was the 2011 offseason, right? Oh, I'm sorry, 2011 playoffs. 2010 season, 2011 playoffs? No, because no, it was, it was the, the Packers season. won in the Super Bowl in 2010. Yes, okay. Oh, no, 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 you're yeah, right. Yeah. You're right, 2011 in it. Well, yeah, 2010 season, 2011, January 2011. Yeah, because uh, I was I, – I'm just saying, I, I was in – Pittsburgh that day for the Steelers Jets conference, uh, conference championship game. So yes. I remember watching that. And the Steelers won that. Yeah, the Steelers beat the Jets. They the Super Bowl. Exactly. And then, yeah. So yes. Right. Because I, I remember watching that game. I remember distinctly seeing Jay Cutler standing on the sideline. And that was that was all right. the talk. Aaron Rodgers let him down mm-hmm. um, to victory. That's when you knew. I mean, you knew before that they were special. But, uh, so that's your Soldier Field playoff experience. Neither one soldier. of us were at the Fog Bowl. Uh, neither one of us were at the. Hugh Douglas hits Jim Miller game. Yes. Uh, which was the last time the Eagles played the Bears in the playoffs. That was a mismatch. Mm-hmm. That was Donovan's first, first. Uh, no, it wasn't his first playoff game. First playoff win, I believe. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Well, no, my memory's a little foggy. It, it, it was not his first win. but uh, No, it wasn't. Because he won a home game before that. Yeah. But um, he, he, it was a big win for McNabb going back to his hometown. Right. Right. I, re- I remember that. Uh, okay, so let's get our scores uh, on why we think they're going to win. Go ahead, you first. So I have the Eagles winning. I have the Eagles winning 19-16. to 16, And I, I don't feel comfortable enough to go to a sports book right now and place that bet because uh, I have a lot of respect for this Bears defense. Bears are 7-1 at home. Um, but bottom line is I think the Eagles have the edge of quarterback. And I don't trust Mitchell Trubisky to beat – a hot team right now, and uh, and so that's why I'm picking the Eagles. I I think that it's it's going to be a big defensive game. Um, I think Foles does just enough, uh, and I think Jake Elliott makes some kicks, and I think the Eagles survive one more week. Yeah, I think that uh, I agree with you pretty much with everything. Okay, I have the Eagles winning 17-16. 16, yep. And... 
again, low-scoring game. I don't think Foles is going to be otherworldly. I think, as you as you mentioned, I think it's going to be more of a workman-like. Mm-hmm. Um, which is all they need. Then. Performance, right. which is all they need. I think what we're going to see, and, and this has been kind of uh, you know, trend here the last month, the defense has gotten some turnovers, some mm-hmm. timely turnovers. So I think you could see a turnover, maybe one return for a touchdown, something like that. Um, on offense, I feel like maybe there's a trick play in there. Okay, I like that. Um, or something maybe to, something that's not exactly a trick play, but looks like I, I think there's something that that Doug is saving for this against this type of defense. So I think you you may need that to kind of inject a little bit of a spark into this offense. I don't know. I'm kind of going out of limb here, but I think it'll be enough. Um, that being said, I just as easily can see the Bears winning this sure. game. Um, I think it's a toss up. The six point line kind of makes worries me because in what should be a low scoring game, six points is a lot. Mm-hmm. So it makes me think, what does Vegas know? Sure. I mean, sometimes, but of course, they had the Eagles as underdogs. Throughout last year. <laughs> Throughout last year. So they, they weren't getting it right there. And now you're plugged in here at, at the Nova Care Conference. Uh, do you think there's, there's, there's confidence? I, I, I mean, teams are always confident. Well, do you think you get, there's real confidence? Yeah, I mean, I think certainly I've gotten that sense in the locker room, although it's been kind of an empty locker room this, this mm-hmm. week. So I, I haven't, but just in talking to people, it seems like um, there's a. Uh, there's a feeling in the air. I agree with that. that this team has its uh, mojo back. Yep, exactly. And I feel like since they've done it before with Nick, they feel like they can do it again. Um, I don't know if they're here with, with Carson once a quarterback. And I say that acknowledging that Carson's the better quarterback and Carson has a higher ceiling. But for this moment in time, what the Eagles needed was, was Vic Foles to come in and, and inject some energy. And it's galvanized this team. And... I don't know if they're here with Carson Wentz, and I feel like with Nick Foles, it's just kind of like they can just follow a little bit of the template of last year. Mm-hmm. Now, they can't follow the exact template of last year because they're going to have to win three in a row to get to the Super Bowl. And I, I think that the Saints are clearly a better team than the Eagles. We've seen, I mean, the score didn't lie. The record doesn't lie. Yeah, now this team and they would have to beat the Saints. But this team now is different from that team in mid-November. It is, but... I, I just think I think we're the getting Saints ahead of ourselves, ourselves yeah. here. I mean, I'm, no, but no, but I'm, but it's very hard for me to pick the Eagles to beat the. Beat but it's the it's pretty clear. Yeah, I mean it it's it's set in stone that if the Eagles win this, they play New Orleans next absolutely, week. Absolutely, absolutely. So for them to repeat, they'd have to beat New Orleans. Right, and they're facing yeah. a team that has a one week bye that was able to arrest most of his players mm-hmm. in week seventeen, and they're playing at home. Um, I mean that's that's the formula the yeah. Eagles got to Super Bowl, and, and so that's why I'm saying this year is different than than, than last year. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, yeah, and, and you know I, I certainly acknowledge that. Um, but this is a winnable game. This is this oh, is absolutely. a winnable game, and you and I both pick it, are picking wins. And I'm sorry, Eagles Nation, <laughs> I'm not very good at picking games. You're much better than I am. I don't so. know. I I I remember last year you picked the Eagles as underdogs in the Super Bowl to win that game, so and you were you right. Mean? Yeah. Yeah, we all did. We all turned yeah, out. Yeah, but I, that you picked them to beat the Vikings. I, I did. I did. Did uh, you pick them to beat the Falcons? I did. See, I didn't pick them to pe- beat the Falcons yeah. either. So you were right all throughout the postseason. Yeah, but I, I've been wrong a lot this I'm year. I'm hopping on your bandwagon here. I've, I, I mean, in this case, I'm going with the quarterback. I, I, I think Foles is, is the better quarterback, but like we started the show, if Foles gets knocked out or if he misses some time, um, Bears win this game. Yeah, yeah. Maybe one of the undertold stories. I mean, you wrote it today about the ribs, but something to keep an eye out on. Absolutely. All right, well, that's it for the Bird's Eye View podcast. Uh, that's Zach Berman. I'm Jeff McLean, and we, we will definitely talk to you after – oh, well, no, we won't be able to talk to you immediately after the We'll game. talk to you on Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll talk, we'll to, you talk to you Monday. Enjoy Sunday night regardless. We'll talk to you Monday.